the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups in the Inland Empire area of Southern California, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans, and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great free and prosperous. And uh, if, if that doesn't say domestic terrorism and white supremacy, you know, I don't, I don't know what does. Uh, we, we see practically every day the need for every hour, for the need for people to step up and fulfill the obligations of their most important political office. If you want little things like borders, um, not bankrupting the country, decent education that doesn't indoctrinate your children, and honest elections. Which leads us to our guest today. I'm very pleased to welcome back to the show someone who exemplifies that quote from Justice Brandeis about the most important political office, and that is Dr. Douglas Frank. He's been on our show before. He spoke at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots in November, and uh, very interesting background. He started off as started off as a scientist. I mean, not a social scientist, um, uh, but a real scientist with a PhD in surface electroanalytical chemistry, which combines chemistry and physics techniques to uh, for the manipulation and analysis of molecules on surfaces. After leaving academia in the 1990s, he applied this to the real world. He helped invent things like electron microscopes, laser scanners, precision manufacturing control devices. Also established a uh, school for gifted children and served as their uh, math and science department chair for 25 years. Um, After that, after the 2020 election, and we're talking about what led him to do this, He turned his attention and uh, scientific and data analysis skills to election integrity, analyzing the data, not just the uh, what people say, but the data. And uh, that was able to demonstrate that the 2020 election was not uh, fair and honest. Since then, uh, he's essentially working full time or double time on the cause of election integrity. He's been to 40 states. He's met with secretaries of state, uh, state attorneys general, legislators. He was featured in Mike Lindell's documentaries. And uh, if you ever have a chance to, and I've seen him twice, if you have a chance to go to see one of his presentations, I would absolutely encourage you to do that, even if you don't think the elections are being stolen, because his he shows you the data, not someone's opinion. Not some not somewhat what someone says. He shows you the data. And we can't do that on the radio show because he has a great PowerPoint presentation with lots of well, with graphs and charts and so on. But we'll try to get into that and why elections are unsecure and what we can do to make them more secure. Just for an example, in January, he was home only three days. The rest of the time, he was in Montana, Texas, Wyoming, California, Vermont, and Minnesota. And uh, he's also he's also a devout Christian, and he says here in his post regarding January, Most of all, I am grateful to God for the honor and opportunity to serve him during this time of awakening in America, the country conceived and established upon Judeo-Christian principles that established a republic, not a democracy, and chooses to be under God, the same God who conceived of liberty in the first place and who desires for us to embrace liberty and to enter into a meaningful personal relationship with him. Pray for me as our country uh, and our country as we wage the long war of good versus evil. And with that long introduction, uh, Dr. Frank, 
Uh, it is a pleasure and an honor to have you on our show again. Well, thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure to be back with you. I enjoyed my time in November with you at that at that beautiful restaurant in Redlands. Yeah, the Mill Creek Cattle Company. That is a that is, that is a great place. As we say, it's it's like almost being back in America. <laughs> I I like it. I like being in taverns, and that had the tavern feel for sure. And uh, people say, what are you doing in taverns, Dr. Frank? I thought you were a Christian. And and I always say, are you kidding? Just check out 1776. All the action was in the churches and the taverns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so what, what was it about the 2020 election that led you to go, hey, wait a minute, there's a problem here that needs my attention? Well, I voted on Election Day in November 2020. And my 18-year-old son and I went in and voted, and I thought it was real. So that should tell you um, how new I am to the election integrity um, question. I've been modeling elections my whole life because I use elections to teach my students calculus. I I use um, several natural phenomena as well to teach my students calculus. I, I like them to use real-life data when they learn their mathematics because real-life data doesn't follow pure mathematics, and it, it Everything they usually encounter in a book follows the pure mathematics. So you, I like to give them something that throws them a curveball. So I enjoy that. But anyway, so after the election, um, I got invited by the Pennsylvania State Legislature to go look at their elections. And you'll recall there was quite a bit of hubbub in Pennsylvania after 2020. You remember Doug Mastriano yes. uh, had a special hearing there uh, with Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, the whole lot there. And in fact, I'm working with Sydney now on, a, on some new projects, but the they brought me in and they asked me to look at the, their Montgomery County election. You know, Montgomery County turns out to be one of the most corrupt in the entire country in terms of elections. And wouldn't you know it, I always seem to end up in the right place at the right time. So being there in Montgomery County gave me the opportunity to uh, discover quite a bit of fraud. As it turns out, about one in five ballots there weren't from who you think they were from. So in other words, the ballots were stuffed. And that's the oldest way to cheat elections ever. As long as there's been elections, there have been people stuffing ballots. So it, it turns out that that should be no surprise. And we were able to prove that through through multiple ways to the state legislature. And here's the kicker. They believed us. It wasn't just me. It was a team of six of us. And they believed us so much that they threw out their entire state voter rolls because we proved that the rolls are being were inflated, which gives them a bunch of names they can use to stuff ballots for. And so their rolls were corrupted. So they agreed and they threw out their state voter rolls and hired a firm to rebuild those rolls. And uh, that contract was awarded in December 2020. And a few days later, that firm was bought by Zuckerberg. That is an important event in my life. Life. Because we had already shown them that Zuckerberg was essentially one of the key players in the steal. So for him to take over the building of the new roles was a slap in my face and a, you know, a brisk bucket of cold water on me to wake me up. Wait a minute. The, these people don't want to fix the problem. They're trying to cover up the problem. So that was, a, that was my awakening moment. And so um, I, I, I was very upset about it, but they assured me that I would be able to speak to the legislature and help them form their new reports. And they, if you remember, they had every week on every Thursday, they had national broadcasts of their hearings, and I was to testify in those hearings. And then I was preempted a couple of weeks in a row, and then the attorneys said, no, we don't want you in there because we're going to use you in the Supreme Court cases. Remember, there were four Supreme Court cases from Montgomery County, guess where I am, ground zero, uh, to the Supreme Court. And then, of course, in February, when those when the Supreme Court rejected those four cases, then I was quite unhappy because then – I realized, okay, Pennsylvania doesn't want to fix their elections. The Supreme Court isn't going to fix our elections. Where are we as a country? And at that point, I'd started looking at other states. I'd already looked at Florida and North Carolina and, and Ohio, and I was finding the same patterns everywhere else. So I was like, what has happened to my country? And then Mike Lindell met me uh, and made a couple of movies about me. And so that's ever since then, that's all I've done is go around studying the data for every state. I go to, into the communities. I show them their own data. 
I'm not going in there with an agenda per se. I'm going in there with the data in my hand. And then I give them a plan based upon that data that I find has been working around the country for them to take their elections back. And, and I guess I can finish with this. The bottom line is what I encourage people to do is to take back their elections. Um, right now, all of our elections across the country are being centrally run from the state. And it needs to go back to the counties where they can control it. So that's what I advocate for. And I teach people how to make that happen. Uh, just by way of an example that you gave, and it can't, it's not on one of your graphs, but here in California in 2020, they counted 17,785,151 votes. But they have only record. These are, these are records you got from the, the California Secretary of State. Yes. They only have 17,050,998 voters who voted. So they counted 714,153 more votes than they have voters. That's, that's correct. And, and I use those statistics because those are the official statistics that the Secretary of State provides. I use those numbers to corner county officials. In California, you guys call them the ROV. Other states call them the clerk. But I like to go to a clerk and say, hey, can you tell me everybody who voted in your election? They can't. And you use those numbers at the county level. You just gave the state numbers, but you can also get those same numbers at the county level to corner them into a into a place where they have to admit they're not in control of the roles. Someone else is in control of the roles. And that's super important because once you get them in that corner, then you bring along some fraud that you found. This is not hypothetical fraud. This is actual fraud, dead people who voted, people who don't live in the state for quite some time yet, they're still voting. You bring them actual fraud and they can say, well, it's not my fault. It's the state's fault. And then we can say, exactly. That's why you need to cut the umbilical cord to the state and run your own election. Because until you do, you're vulnerable to this sort of intrusion. You're vulnerable to this sort of fraud. And of course, that assumes that the 17 million, 15,000 or whatever it was of the voters, that was actual, the real voter who is legally entitled to vote, casting his or her own ballot. And uh, we would suspect that there are uh, more than suspect that within that number, there are illegal votes of people that it wasn't, a, it wasn't the real person. He's already moved out and then someone got the ballot or a may. So there's, there's fraud on that side too, not Absolutely. just difference. Absolutely. The difference I use to basically corner the clerk. But the way we prove there's fraud is, for example, we did this in Fresno late last year. We sit down with the county clerk and we say, here are three people who died around 2006. Confirm that, please. And they confirm it. The sheriff confirms it. So everybody agrees. These three people are dead. Okay. Now let's look at their voting records. Well, sure enough, they quit voting around 2006. That's what you would expect from somebody who dies. And then they don't vote for about 10 years. Then suddenly they start voting in every election again. Now, how are those? It's a miracle. It's it's a miracle. You know, we have Easter coming up, you know, so, I mean, somehow that's happening. But that's just three examples. But we also gave them about 17 more examples of people who moved away several years ago. And of course, when they moved away, they stopped voting. And then several years later, suddenly they're voting again in every election. Now, how is that happening? It's really simple to explain. Somebody has access to the rolls and knows that those people are not voting, and they're acquiring ballots for them and turning them in. And this is not a small number. This is systemic fraud. And it's happening because the rolls are electronic, because the rolls are online, and bad guys have access to that. So as long as our rolls are electronic and online and and basically the whole system is porous to any high school hacker worth of salt, then we have a we have a serious problem. People are always saying, well, gee, Dr. Frank, if you have if the rolls are full of all these uh, uh, phantom voters, can't we just clean up the rolls? Um, but that's a whole nother question. All right. And we'll, and we'll come to that question. But let's hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of United America Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. 
If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Very pleased and honored to have back with us Dr. Douglas Frank. He's an election integrity expert. I gave his longer bio at the start of the show. Um, he's, but he applies his Ph.D., data scientific skills to election integrity and we're talking about the voter rolls and how they're manipulated and we left off with the question well why can't we just clean up the voter rolls so why can't we dr frank that's a great a great question you could clean them up but the minute you got them clean with one keystroke i could make them dirty again and a beautiful example of this was in los angeles just right in your neck of the woods there in this in the country uh, Judicial Watch and EIPCA, Election Integrity Project of California, sued Los Angeles for having people in the roles they weren't supposed to have. And they were required, but the judge ordered them to remove 1.3 million people from the roles, which they did. And this was about three months before the 2022 election. Well, within three months, guess how many people got added back to the roles right before the election? About 1.3 million people. In other words, it's being controlled by people who know they need that much buffer. So if you if you take them out, they'll just fill them up again. I, I just did a complete study in Kentucky. Kentucky's got something like 105% of their people registered. Oregon's got 104% of their people registered. There are eight states in the country that have more people in their roles than they have voting age people. Now, that doesn't mean they have more people in their roles than they have people eligible to vote. That's voting age people. In other words, there are a lot of people that are older than 18 who are not eligible to vote. So this is a serious issue all across the country. And it's it's not, you know, Judicial Watch is going around suing people, suing states. And they did the same thing in Kentucky, just like they did in Los Angeles. And sure enough, they won their lawsuit and Kentucky had to remove a whole bunch of people. And then guess what? Along comes the ACLU. They counter sue them and they put them all back in plus. So in other words, cleaning the voter rolls is really not the solution because the problem isn't that the rolls are dirty. The problem is that the rolls are electronic, centralized, and porous. Anybody can get in there and manipulate them who's a good on computers. So that's the real problem. And, and that's why I'm encouraging county after county to disconnect their umbilical cord to the state, keep their own rolls locally, and keep them secure, and then uh, manage their own elections. And then you can... Federal law requires each state to keep a centralized database, which is fine. So, but that doesn't, it doesn't require them to be up to date up to the second. You, you know, counties could report monthly or quarterly what their roles are and they would be in compliance with federal law. And then that would make the elections a lot more secure. Well, and compounding that is when you, mail out ballots like in California, a lot of other states to everybody on these bloated voter rolls. In yes. in 2022, there was a recent article that there are 10.8 million ballots were mailed out and they have no idea what happened to them. Now, <laughs> now, now, now probably the vast majority of them ended up in the trash, but there's a, there's a huge supply of them out there floating around that are available for People, you know, some citizens are just, they just don't, they're not conscientious enough to vote. So other citizens can vote for them. 
Yes, you have a double whammy there in California because you're right. You just switched to all vote, all mail out, all mail in voting. So with bloated rolls, you're right. You're flooding the market. The other thing is you allow ballot harvesting in your state. It's legal. So not only have you flooded the market, you allow people to go out there and gather them up. And they have a street value of 20 to $40, <clears throat> depending on the race and the area you're in. So in other words, if you're a homeless person or a drug addict or something, or maybe you're just having a rough financial time, you need some money, just go out there and scrape up a bunch of ballots. And, you know, you can make a lot of money in a hurry. Uh, at, there's a street value. And, you know, people who saw that movie 2000 Mules saw people depositing multiple ballots in drop boxes and getting paid for doing it. And when you when the sheriffs arrest those mules, what do they discover? Those mules got those ballots from local non-governmental organizations, NGOs. And where did they get those? Well, they say most of those ballots came from the post office or from the printers or local people that harvested them. And then you say, well, where did the money come from? The money came from CTCL, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, that organization that when you know, the Zuckerbucks people call it, that's going around the country basically financing election fraud. Yeah, now, and it's e and we can mail them in, it's even easier now. If if there's always been vote fraud, as, as you said, yes. if, they, if they had to get people to sh actually show up at a at a polling place and cast the fraudulent votes, that becomes more difficult. Very hard. You know, you can bus in a lot of people, but think about it. A bus carries, what, 40, 50 people? That's a lot of buses, but you can do tens of thousands of ballots pretty easy just by going up and rounding them up. Yeah. There was a Project Veritas video from 2020 in which the guy is asking the post, the, the, the letter carrier, postman or postwoman, whatever, whatever, whatever the correct term is these days. <laughs> the correct <laughs> pronoun. Yes. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I, I don't have pronouns, but I do have preferred adjectives, handsome and brilliant. So I insist. <laughs> refer, I'll you, go with that. I preferred adjectives. <laughs> um, and so he asked the, the letter carrier, can I, can I get some extra ballots? And the letter carrier came back on another. Yeah, here they are. You know, don't tell anybody. You know, here they are. Yeah. And That's so, because there are tons of undeliverable ones and they have street value. I mean, 20 to $40. Imagine. Imagine you just said they send out, you know, tens of mi 10 million ballots that nobody knows where they went. Well, that's a lot of money um, that people ha can scrape up. So there you go. Mm -hmm. So can, you may or may know the answer. In California, could we could the county say we're, we're, we're severing our voter rolls from the state? Yeah, we'll report to the state, but we're going to keep our own voter rolls. Do you know whether that would be legal here in California? Yeah, it's it's legal. It's just you have to you have to have a spine because the county clerks or you guys call them ROVs, you know, they are using election systems that are approved by the secretary of state. And those election systems automatically do all this updating and everything. So the clerks like them because, you know, it's less work for them. But and the state likes it because it puts them in control and the money flows. But um, you're going to have to have ROVs that are willing to stand up. And in order to do that, you have to have citizens that are pushing them. And in order to have citizens that are pushing them, you need citizens that know what's going on, have fraud in their hands, have confirmed it with the local sheriff, for example, and can apply the kind of pressure to the to those ROVs that we need to apply. I mentioned earlier, for example, that we met with the ROVs from Fresno and the sheriffs there. We have four official investigations going on now in California with, with, with sheriffs where we've proven the fraud. And that's the sort of pressure that we need to be putting on. That's the sort of thing that leads to Shasta just a couple of weeks ago voting to get rid of Dominion machines. Yeah, we don't have the time to delve into that, but many people, many of the people, our members and and, the, and conservative activists are very focused on the Dominion and whether those are changing votes. Uh, but we don't have time to delve into that this half. But uh, will you will delve into that and what we can do to bring about or restore something we are, we ever had honest elections, but so we can have honest elections in America. Uh, so stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e., Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. 
If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to Escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative Groups, uh, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. And uh, we are pleased to and honored to welcome back to the show Dr. Douglas Frank, who exemplifies our motto with a quote from Justice Brandeis about the uh, private citizen and his mission is to uh, explain to people why our elections are not honest and how they're susceptible to fraud and manipulation and to encourage them to themselves fulfill the obligations of the most important political office and improve election and shows them how they can prove, improve and defend election integrity in their areas. Dr. Frank started life as professional life as a, a real scientist with a PhD in surface analytical, surface electroanalytical chemistry. And, uh, did, then went to the private sector and actually did useful work. And uh, then after 2020 has essentially been full time in the cause of election integrity. We mentioned in our, in our last, um, segment, the, the Dominion voting machines. And there's a lot of people on our side. A lot of activists, conservatives that are focused on that and think that there's, there's at least, if not the sole key of, of election integrity, a large part of it because these machines are changing votes that you put, you, you put you, the votes go into the machine and then the data comes out and trust the machine. What do you, what say you about, uh, the problem of electronic voting machines? And you know, maybe I'll throw in, electronic vote counting machines? Well, um, a lot of people think um, that machines are doing that, but there's not a whole lot of evidence that they're doing that. In other words, there are a couple of lawsuits where we've proven that the machines flipped votes, but only two that I know of that I can point to and say, see, this proves it. I don't think that's the majority of the fraud in our country. And I don't think that's the way that that's the, that's not the essential function of the machines in the fraudulent election. But think of it this way. Let's say you're in an election and you're behind eight to 10 and you want to be ahead. Well, how do you get ahead? You stuff ballots. So you stuff four ballots. Now you're ahead 12 to 10. Okay. Well, think about what had to happen for that to happen. You had to know what the tally was. You had to know you were behind eight to 10. That's where the machines come in. The machines are reporting the tallies in real time. So anybody who wants to cheat the election can know what the tallies are and know how much to stuff. And then the second thing is you need to know who's not voted so you know who to stuff ballots for. And, you know, when we say machines, there are about 10 or 12 systems that are what I would categorize as machines that are all integrated to one another. And I had done a study throughout the whole state of California, and I studied 
every vote for the last 20 years recorded it officially by the Secretary of State. And I was expecting to be able to go county by county, precinct by precinct, and be able to tell you which voting brand there was. You guys have four brands in California. You've got Dominion, ES&S, Heart InterCivic, and Smartmatic in Los Angeles. It's, there's, that's the only place it is. And I was thinking, you know, I'd be able to go analyze county by county, precinct by precinct, and be able to recognize patterns and lump them together and say, aha, here's where Dominion is cheating. Aha, here's where ES&S is cheating, et cetera. But nope, I saw zero correlation. And so I think that's a really important outcome because it confirms what I found everywhere else in the country. It doesn't matter what election systems you have. What matters is that they're online and that the bad guys have access to them in real time. That's the real problem. So while I applaud Shasta and other counties that are getting rid of Dominion, I think Dominion lies to their customers all the time. They tell them that the machines don't have modems. For example, when we were in Colorado, we did forensic backups of Tina's, Tina Peters' machines in Mesa County. A forensic backup is where you do uh, you copy every bit and byte off of the machine. So you see the logs, you see the, the BIOS, you see all the configuration, you see all the Internet communication from machines that aren't supposed to be able to talk on the Internet. And so we proved that her machines had 36 modems in it. And they swore up and down that those machines didn't have uh, Internet connectivity. So that that's the sort of thing that we're up against. ESNS is just as guilty or maybe even more guilty than Dominion. They were caught. And it was publicized in Politico magazine in 2021 that they shipped 33,000 of their machines to 89 customers around the country, fully equipped with modems. And, and, they, and they were caught. And, and the EAC, which is the Election Assistance Commission of the United States, forced them to admit to all their customers that they had shipped them that way. And their excuse was, well, we turned those modems off. Well, that's that's just a software switch. And mm -hmm. so then you say, well, what, who has the passwords to turn them back on again? And they say, well, we do. And also the secretary of state does. And so anybody who anybody who has access to that can turn all the machines on and manipulate. It's it's a disaster. Right. Um, now, you can't when you can't see the and, they, and what they do is. You can't get the code, you can't you can't inspect the programming of the machines. Oh, that's 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 proprietary. That's confident. They keep that confidential. That's Just right. Trust, trust us. Just trust us. Yeah. It, it, it's funny in North Dakota. I was in North Dakota recently. They that is the epitome of the just trust us meme where everybody shows up to vote. They don't keep voter rolls. Everybody shows up to vote. They vote. They report the tally and everybody's and everybody says, OK, thanks. I mean, there's no way to audit it anywhere. Nobody audits it anywhere. It's they call themselves North Dakota nice. And so when I'm traveling in those communities, I just say, you guys are too nice. You all been duped. You, you have to take back control of your elections. You have to you have to be able to supervise and, and monitor and make sure that things are clean. Mm -hmm. The um, notwithstanding. Since 2020, the constant gaslighting in the media, censorship of any of people to try to share the information online, um, the, a Rasmussen poll from October of 2022 showed that 55% of Americans believe that fraud affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. 55%. And even 35% of Democrats think that fraud likely affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election, as were majorities of every racial and ethnic group, of age groups, and so on. And it's not just who gets elected. It's not just who gets elected. The republic will not survive if absent honest elections that the large majority of the people believe are honest elections. That's absolutely correct. And, you know, if you think about it, pretend the machines are perfectly clean. Pretend that the rolls are perfectly clean. The problem is right now, our people don't believe in our elections anymore. So, in other words, the real problem is that our public doesn't believe their officials anymore. So that's 
that's the best argument for getting rid of the machines. Restore transparency. Go back to paper poll books. Go back to paper ballots. Hand count them. And I, as I'm traveling the country now, uh, I don't think I had it with me when I was with you last time. But we've done a pilot study where we show people how to count ballots by hand real quickly and legally. And it's it's very simple. And we spent $47 at the hardware store instead of millions of dollars. Everything's transparent. Everybody can see what's going on. In other words, the real bottom line is we need to for too long. We've been paying other people to run our government. We've been paying other people to teach our children. We've been paying other people to run our elections. And it's time we take back our role as we the people, we the sovereigns. We need to run our own elections. We we made a mistake. You know, think about it. You know, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 61. For the first 40 years of my life, we voted all on paper on one day, on election day. Mm-hmm. For 20 years, we basically have a failed experiment of trying to use machines. We need to get rid of the machines and go back to all paper. It's not a big deal. We already know how to do it. It's the standard around the world for election integrity. All of Europe does it. It's funny. The Netherlands watched what happened in America in 2020, and they've gone back completely now to paper again. It took them six months, but they completely switched back. There's no reason we can't switch back. We've just bought the lie that we have to we, – we can't do it unless we use machines. That's just not true. Right. For just last year, France had a presidential election. Yep. Everybody, very, very exciting. You're, out, you're serving in the military. You're in the hospital. You're maybe out of the country. It was yeah. all you show up on election day, show a photo, a, a photo ID, vote on paper, hand counted, and they had the results that night. Right. And what do we do? We're still arguing about it two years later. Yes. <laughs> so it can be done if they did, if the politicians choose not to do that. And I do want to talk about. What we can do about your your how we use your data uh, sure. to bring about change, but you know we understand the Democrats. I mean, the, yeah, they they use vote fraud to win elections, and maybe you're not willing to go that far. But I'm I'm completely convinced of that. But what's really interesting, and and you have some some anecdotal stories that you know, to kind of illustrate that, is the Republicans who are supposedly getting screwed by this are not interested in fixing the problem. You, you're you exactly right. And I don't think it's a Republican or Democrat issue. I think it's a we the people versus the establishment issue. And a perfect example of that is one of the first states I visited this year, early in January, was Wyoming. Now, you re- will recall that in Wyoming last year, the public got their gander up and threw out Liz Cheney. I mean, it was a big deal, right? They threw her out. And they elected a new Secretary of State who campaigned on election integrity. And and by the way, Wyoming is a state that elected Trump three to one. Okay. It's the most conservative in the entire country. Okay. So this isn't a Republican Democrat issue. This is a Republican place. All right. So they elected a new Secretary of State. And guess what? The very first thing the legislature is doing, they're trying to remove election responsibilities from the new Secretary of State. So who is. This is Republicans trying to not have election reform. And it, at the first segment of the program, remember I talked about Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania legislature is majority Republican. So in other words, this isn't Republican and Democrat. And I mean, everyone will remember that Hillary was screaming bloody murder for four years about how the Russians hacked our election in 2016. So what are we going to do? Scream for four years. The Democrats can scream for four years and then the Republicans can scream for four years. And then the Democrats. No, no, no. This is we have to end this cycle. We have to go back to paper rolls and paper ballots. It's, It's not Republican, Democrat. It's about us versus the establishment. You also told a story about uh, you, you you presented to the Kansas state legislature. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell, tell us that story. Then we'll break for a commercial. OK, that's a fabulous story. So I was working with the grassroots there in Kansas and we were making a lot of noise. So the election uh, committee of the House of Kansas legislature of Kansas invited me in to speak. So it was an hour and a half session. It was all televised. I came in. I gave my um, 35 minutes of testimony and then they began asking me questions. And during the the uh, about 10 minutes into the question, uh, a freshman legislator there named Tatum Lee, she held up two reports and was distributing to everybody. She says, hey, everybody, I only just became aware of these two reports this morning. 
One is dated 2018, one is dated 2020. They're both on election integrity, and both of them were reports commissioned by this committee to our own Kansas House of Representatives Research Division. So these are our own research divisions studying election integrity in our own state of Kansas. And what they found, look at this 2018 report, is that we have porous elections and vulnerabilities and all sorts of fraud was already happening in 2018. And now look at the report from 2020. Everybody turned to page seven. So you hear all this paper shuffling. All of them are looking at page seven. She says, look at all these bullet points right here. This is almost word for word what we just heard from Dr. Frank. And so I'm standing there in the witness stand just thinking, you know, chest out to here. You know, I, I, just, I own Kansas. Are you kidding? I did my own research. I found the same stuff they found. Next state, please. So that night, me and the, uh, the grassroots were celebrating in Applebee's having a great evening. But the, the legislators reconvened. And that night, they came up with a new redistricting map for the state of Kansas. And the next morning, they voted her district out of existence. So in other words, you have a conservative. I mean, Kansas is red. Kansas is super Republican. Yet their legislature punishes any legislator that questions election integrity in the state. I mean, that's a beautiful example that it's not Republican and Democrat. It's us versus them. Yeah. Vote fraud is not just for Democrats anymore. <laughs> uh, and with that, let's start from our sponsor, All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm uh, United E Coalition of Conservative Groups. Very pleased to have with us this week election integrity expert Dr. Douglas Frank. And we gave his much longer bio earlier. Um, needless to say, he's a PhD physicist, and now he's turning those analytical skills to election integrity. Uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, in 2020, it was like over the top. Stop counting, trucking ballots in the middle of the night. Yes. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're running ballots through the machines multiple times on video and I mean, really over the top. Do you have Massive fraud. We, we saw, we saw less. I mean, you saw there were some things like, you know, there was little things pop out. Um, like in New Hampshire, a town that casts more votes than it has people. and But it didn't seem to be as blatant and over the top this time, although you look at Fetterman. I mean, how how do you explain Fetterman other than um, funny business going on? Do you have any thoughts on the level of vote fraud in the 2022 election? Yes. the The larger the turnout, the more stuffing you have to do to cheat it. The lower the turnout, the less stuffing you have to do to turn out. And so there's a lot less stuffing in 2022. It's more targeted. And so it's also um, harder to find, too, and easier to hide. So, uh, you know, because you can assign ballots to people who normally vote but didn't turn out. So how do you know? You know, how do you know to knock on that door? Because uh, that person's usually a voter. So it's a lot tougher to hide, um, to find the fraud in the 2022 election. So when I'm encouraging citizens to go out there canvassing and find the fraud, I encourage them to include 2020 still, because there was so much fraud in that. It's way easier to find. Um, so I, th that's just, I guess that's in it in a nutshell. The, uh, same with the, the primaries. Oh my goodness, the primaries are so easy to um, to cheat because th they're more than just ballot stuffing techniques. You can also run candidates against the opponent and, you know, split the vote and all kinds of other lovely situations like that. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's that's the common tactic is you um, get somebody to run in that primary. Yeah. Who will si- even if they siphon off three, four, five percent of the votes, yep. that can that can yep. that, that that can make the difference. Yeah, no, they call them spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to Robin Voss, the uh, pro vote fraud sp- uh, speaker in Republican in Wisconsin. He w- narrowly won his primary after they found a few hundred more votes for him. Yes. And Speaker Voss is the one that I met with in private, who after that private meeting, it was nobody was supposed to know we were having the meeting. It was secret. But when he came out after that meeting, the the local media outlets had discovered that Dr. Frank, the conspiracy theorist, was in town. And so they cornered him coming out of the room and I literally cornered him in the stairwell, 10 television cameras and got him to admit to the world that there's widespread fraud in Wisconsin, more than the margins. So Speaker Voss, who who narrowly wins in the primary, uh, I think benefited from uh, election fraud. Yeah. And I uh, remember, before we turn to what we can do about it, um, I remember you, 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 a quote that from when you were out here before, uh, yeah. that you had, met with a, you had met with a legislator and a secretary of state, um, and it was a Republican. And uh, he said, if we told our clerks how many ballots are being stuffed, uh, and the, the uh, whole state would be would blow up and people would lose faith in our elections. Yes, I know which state that is. I've uh, it's the thing that people the mistake people make is they'll go out, and they'll find a bunch of fraud and they run to the local D.A. or they run to the secretary of state. Hooray, hooray. I found fraud. Let's fix the country. What they need to understand is they already know the, the secretary of state's already know and the AGs already know, and they are not going to do anything about it until we, the people, don't give them a choice and they and make them do something about it. You know, I, I think it's basically going to be cleaning house. We're just going to have to replace them. Mm-hmm. Now, in our remaining time, let's talk about how people, how volunteers are using your information locally to try to restore election integrity. Sure. The problem is, is this really is not about evidence. Um, We've had plenty of evidence from the beginning. What it is, it's about people knowing what the evidence is and being empowered to do something about it. So, for example, somebody listening to this program might say, wow, Dr. Frank is really persuasive. I believe that there's election fraud, but that doesn't give them anything to do. Now they just sound like a conspiracy wingnut when they go complain about it. So what I do is I teach people how to find fraud in their own communities. And I use my mathematics for that to give them lists of doors to knock on where it's very likely they'll find, they'll knock on a door and it, you know, the voter rolls say that six people live there and five of them voted. But when you knock on the door, there are only two people that live there and they've lived there for a decade. So in other words, I give them ways to find fraud. Then once they collect a bunch of that, maybe a dozen people in the community, then they actually have real fraud in their hand. I encourage them to take it to the sheriff, have the sheriff verify that it's real. Now think about it. Now it's not a conspiracy wingnut. They found fraud. The sheriff has validated it's found fraud. See, it empowers them now. Now they can go to their county ROV and say, look, this fraud is real. The sheriff's verified it. We expect you to address this because our constitutional right to have our ballots counted is being disenfranchised from us. We expect you to do something about it. And if they don't do anything about it, okay, well, you're empowered. You have fraud in your hand. You know, it it, it emboldens you and empowers you to like, okay, we're going to get the super moms and, you know, all the mama bears lined up with picket signs on the outside of the buildings, telling the world that, you know, these people will not defend their rights. And, um, and that's working, by the way, which is why, for example, in Shasta, they voted out the Dominion machines. And I don't think that's the last one in California. We've got several more in the works. And it's not just Dominion. They need to vote out the entire systems. But it's progress. And and the reason that we're seeing progress is because the people have ammunition now. So I sort of see myself as an arms dealer in the sense that I'm giving people the ammunition they need to fight the fight. But I also see myself as an encourager. I, I, I like to say I go around throwing gasoline on their bonfires. Um, you know, the, the, the grassroots teams are building bonfires all around the country. It's exploding everywhere across the country. I'm so excited about it. I, I, I'm so delighted to go county by county, you know, re- visiting them, following up, adding extra gasoline to their bonfire. So that's basically that's bottom line how we're, we're taking back our country. 
And you mentioned earlier that there are already four California sheriffs that yes. are invested that, that are investigating this and will work on here in the Inland Empire where there are Sheriff Bianco in Riverside and Sheriff Dicus in San Bernardino County. And maybe we can get uh, them on board as well because uh, he might our, be two of the ones that are already on board, by the way. OK, <laughs> a, a, a number a number of our United Aid groups are working and we're, we just had a training session this past week about how to do this canvassing and what you're supposed to say and what you're not supposed to say and how you record yes. the data so it can be used. So it, now, as we say, as the model of the show goes, the most important political office is that of the private citizen. And if you want free, if you want honest elections, if you want to keep the republic, then you just everyone needs to step up and fulfill those obligations and step a little bit outside your comfort zone and go knock on some doors and say, you know, good morning, sir. I'm asking you to ask a few questions about the last election. And, you know, worst thing that can happen is. They say no, and they close the door in your face. Right. We are out of time. Dr. Frank, one, thank you for being on the show. And two, thank you so much for your efforts to try to protect and restore election integrity in America. And look forward to your next visit to California. Looking forward to it. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, here's mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to Escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.